0: Andy, before you got involved in the Great Britain Hockey setup, could you give us a brief background of your occupation? So before um,
1: I worked with Great Britain Hockey, I was a police officer with the Metropolitan Police for 30 years, uh, including 18 years as a specialist firearms officer. Uh, I think that gave me a great, great grounding for working with elite athletes i played international hockey during my police career not to a brilliant standard but um i think working in on firearms operations um i did nearly up towards 3000 in total Uh, gave me a great grounding for working uh, in elite
0: sport the fih pro league is always a tough competition are you happy with the team preparation for the league
1: The FIH Pro League, uh, yeah, tough competition, very new to us last year with a home and away format around the world, which meant that our preparation uh, changed because we're very used to playing tournament play, I guess. So traveling uh, across the world to play one game was very different, but we got into a very good routine, I guess. a lot of travelling, quite challenging for both staff and athletes, being away from home more than they would be normally um, this year. I think different with uh, now two games against each nation, but but both those games rather than having one home, one away. I think having two games at home or two games away will cut down on the travelling. And I guess we'll make the, well, it will certainly reduce the stress of traveling, reduce the stress of uh, being around the world. But um, I think the big thing for us is we are using the Pro League to prepare for the Olympic Games. The Olympic Games in hockey is the, the biggest competition that any staff or athlete uh, is going to be involved in. So it's it's really all about prep for the Olympics. So using the Pro League to work towards Tokyo. I think, is our aim.
0: What are some of the ambitions the Great Britain team has with the upcoming 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games? Ambitions for Great
1: Britain for the Olympics this year? That's a tough one. We currently sit ranked 7th in the world. I think we have the ability within the group to upset any of the top nations. Uh, I guess you're tugging on the shirt tales of uh, Belgium, Australia, Holland, the, the top nations. But I think you know we are doing our very best around meticulous preparation of the Olympic Games. So how can we prepare our athletes to be robust enough physically and mentally to withstand eight games in 13 days, which is what the Olympics is all about? Um, it, I, I guess for us, it's uh, we're an outside chance of um, winning a um, winning a medal. I, I wouldn't stick my neck out there and say, "Yeah, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna win a medal." But but I think if we can perform uh, and peak in the Olympic Games, then I wouldn't certainly not rule us out, um, and it'd be fantastic. We're certainly aiming for a spot on the uh, on the rostrum. During
0: your time with the team have you seen the desired growth within the structures of hockey in great britain
1: have i seen the growth within the structures of gb hockey i think um i think hockey is a little confused actually where it sits um in the uk it's very much a family sport quite a lot of schools play it but it has a very strong club base Um, we have what just over a hundred thousand Hockey players within the UK, our uh, top-level athletes are funded and supported by UK Sport and the National Lottery. There is a, I, I think there's a, there is a struggle you see between the club setup and the balance with the international setup, because the majority of people in the UK play hockey for fun. Um, but obviously the success of GB women in the Rio Olympic Games shows that we're obviously doing something right within the organization. I think the support we get from UK sport and sport England with the grassroots game um, is exceptional. Um, I've seen hockey grow certainly in my in my time playing and then we had did have a bit of a boost following Rio 2016. Um, but I think, I think hockey's got as big as it probably will be. Um, it'd be great to get sellout crowds for Pro League games and home internationals, but um, I'm not sure that we will ever
0: see that. You have done some fantastic work with hockey by playing the highest hockey match in history in Nepal. Tell us more about that.
1: So in the summer, uh, I got involved in a project to play the highest game of hockey ever played uh, to get into the Guinness Book of Records. It was a joint initiative uh, between Lincoln Minster School and Hockey for Heroes. Um, I also decided that with my extreme hockey dribbling that I invented back in 2012, I think I'm the only one that does it though. Uh, I invented it, but I'm the only one that actually, raises money for charity by dribbling dribbling balls around the world so I, dribb- I I dribbled a ball up to 18,000 feet on Annapurna as part of Operation Olympus which was this attempt to uh, play the highest game of hockey so we went with Hockey for Heroes and Lincoln Minster School and we got up to uh, 18,000 feet 5,200 meters and played a game of hockey um, I think altitude sickness was kicking in certainly with me and with 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 a few it was one of the toughest things i've ever done but brilliant to uh to put hockey on the map in nepal Um, an outstanding beautiful country so pleased that i've managed to visit um you you meet and the most fantastic people you go to the most fantastic places Um, And I've raised quite a few thousand pounds for charity um, as a result. So an incredible experience and we are just waiting for authentication of our game so that we are actually seen to be in the
0: Guinness Book of Records. Um, But it was just the most incredible trip. You also dribbled a ball 200 miles from Cardiff to London in support of Hockey for Heroes Operation Stretch in 2017. What led to you taking it on? And how can we find out more about Hockey for Heroes?
1: How did the extreme hockey dribbling start? Well, it was a a sort of rather drunken idea after a couple of beers where somebody challenged me to run the London Marathon. while well, dribble a hockey ball. Uh, so I did with Jason Lee, who was then the Great Britain men's head coach. We dribbled a ball. Five and a half hours it took us to get around the London Marathon, and um, got bitten by the extreme hockey dribbling bug. Um, Really all about raising money for charity. And um, the next challenge was uh, the three peaks in 2014. Dribbled Ben Nevis, Snowdon and Scaffold Pike, the three highest peaks in the UK. Raised a lot of money for charity again. I think it was about, seven or eight thousand i think we raised which was uh again fantastic effort really enjoyed it I then thought well i'll hang up my uh my dribbling boots and um and got bitten by uh hockey for heroes i'm an ambassador for hockey for heroes they were doing a big charity fundraiser called operation stretcher where they were carrying a paraplegic ex-Royal Marine from Cardiff to London, as well as playing 30 games of hockey in 10 days. So I said I'd dribble a hockey ball behind the stretcher uh, throughout that that trip. Uh, Again, a great fundraiser, Hockey for Heroes, big charity in the UK. We are a splinter charity of help for heroes. So we're raising money for help for heroes through playing hockey. A few ex-service personnel, ex-police officers, um, and just people who generally believe in the charity. So that's been uh, brilliant. They have a website, um, Hockey for Heroes. If you if you Google Hockey for Heroes, you'll find the website. And um, certainly, they're raising 100k a year to support our service personnel. So it's uh, it's highly worthwhile.
0: Do you have any other upcoming project that we could know more about? Uh, I guess
1: officially I sort of hung up my extreme hockey dribbling stick after my trip to the Himalayas so there's there's nothing in the pipeline but never say never um, a few things have been discussed around dribbling John O'Groats to Land's End in the UK <laughs> dribbling the Great Wall of China i'm not I'm not sure about any of that. We need somebody i'm fifty seven. We need somebody younger to take on the um the mantle and take on the responsibility as being of being the UK's only extreme hockey dribbler. Um, but we'll see. So nothing in the pipeline at the moment. i'm uh, I'm looking forward obviously to the Olympic Games, working with uh, with Great Britain, but uh, nothing planned on the charity front. Although Hockey for Heroes have got Operation Valkyrie, which is their next big fundraising event, which is the end of May, June next year.
0: You have been involved with England, Great Britain hockey since 2010 as a manager. Tell us one of the greatest games you have witnessed. Yes, I guess I've managed um,
1: the England and Great Britain team now for 10 years. Um, A lot of memorable memorable games along the way. Um, I guess you always remember the games where you win medals. But um, actually, it's one of the earliest games that is the most memorable for me. We were in uh, Delhi in India at the World Cup in 2010. We'd had a very, very difficult preparation phase leading up to the games where there had been a terrorist threat to the competition and also to us as a team Uh, we went to the competition with this sort of hanging over us i guess but i was involved in the process that um, prepared the team and investigated what 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 was going on behind the scenes with my other role as a police officer and um so i guess i i played a dual role with as team manager as well as um Working with the uh, with the security services uh, towards um, this quite difficult situation that we had, and our first game was against the world champions Australia, um, and against all odds, we we beat them in um, in a full house in um, in front of a full house in Delhi, India. were playing Pakistan in the game after us. I guess we were the curtain raiser, but everybody forgot the security situation after they'd beaten Australia, which is what tends to happen. And it was great that we could actually concentrate on the hockey. So it was a 3-2 win. I guess that was probably one of uh, the greatest games over the years. One of the most memorable games that I've been involved in. Um, Any win against Australia for an England or Great Britain team is always memorable obviously the rivalry around the ashes and um, and in every sport you see england australia great britain australia means a great deal uh, to us as it does to the uh, the kookaburras the australian hockey team as well
0: one fixture that you're thoroughly looking forward to in the near future
2: um what fixture am i looking forward to in the near future uh, we're well obviously looking forward to the Pro League again. Uh, that will take us on our travels to Australia, and New Zealand, uh, and around around Europe. whereas uh, the Pro League, we're playing India at home, we're playing Argentina at home, so our travels really only going to take us out to, uh, to Australia, New Zealand, and, and Europe. I guess, for me, uh, that opening game of Tokyo, the Olympic Games of Tokyo, I missed Rio. Rio Olympics so it'd be my first Olympic Games since London and um, it being the pinnacle for any athlete and any member of staff in hockey competing in the uh, Olympic Games so I think that first that first game in Tokyo yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that
0: um,
2: and being around the Olympic family all the athletes and staff around the village um, yeah
0: really looking forward to that Annie, thank you so much for your time. It's great to chat to you about hockey in Great Britain and where you guys are going and the objectives that you guys have. Wishing you all the best for your upcoming uh, tournaments and trust it all will go well. Chat again soon. Cheers. Bye.
2: Cheers. Chat soon. Bye.